Okay, so Audacity is recording. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm at the four second mark with the new Line Cinema. See, yeah, you're not even listening because I've been recording Audacity for like 10 seconds already. <laughs> mm. I never listen to you. Okay. This is going to be a bad podcast. <laughs> oh, it's going to be shit. If you're listening to this, just turn it off. Just just save yourself some time. Because today, we're going to watch movies. You should have said today we're going to watch Lost in Space. I'm going to have a perfect segue in there. Oh yeah, we're going to get lost in this movie. Lost and Lost in Space. Featuring Matt LeBlanc, Gary Oldman... And that one older actor guy that you always recognize, and he always plays dad. I like William Hurt. Are we starting the movie yet? Oh, yeah. Welcome to our podcast. So, I don't know how well it's going to do with a podcast based on us watching movies and commenting on it. While you can't see the movie. But fuck you, it's what we want to do, so. Alright, You just turn on the movie, instead of actually watching the movie, you can just listen to us. (laughs) <laughs> all, right. all right listen to us comment on this awesome movie all right and three two one play okay this new line cinema thing always reminds me of mortal Kombat. i just think of lord of the rings is like the mm. only good thing they've done this movie starts wrong like, it, the first seconds of this movie is 100% wrong. It just starts with um, the commentary and just the opening shot of space. It just feels <laughs> wrong to me. Can't you just make drinkable water? That's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking, like, of the trillions of dollars that they do and they pump into this, uh, this space station thing. I feel like they can, like, you know, fix oxygen and make water, but... We wouldn't really I, have the problem. Yeah, I feel like we'd be able... If we can build a gate that jumps between universes, I feel like we can make potable water. Yeah. <laughs> like, they found water on Mars. Like, I'm sure we can, like, go take it from places. Have you heard of, like, you know, storing water in buckets? You know, this doesn't look half bad for 98. I think the problem is... Uh-oh. With the, with, with movies is like um, I always compare it to Jurassic Park because it's like that was 93 and that's like five years later and this doesn't look bad uh, oh man that's Star look, Trekky it, yeah, it doesn't look bad all the time I guess <laughs> what I'm <laughs> you know when they were casting they're like we need a badass like a badass fighter how about that guy from Friends oh yeah is that they basically just uh, just made him try to be like Han Solo, but he lacks charisma and talent. (laughs) I love that. Hey, we're going to go up against odds, but you're going to buy the beers. All right, we're badasses. We don't care. (laughs) What's the drink? I guess you should introduce the concept behind this podcast, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not missing anything while Matt LeBlanc bubble fights people. I do like the design of it. It just doesn't seem like that's the most useful design. Just have like a a, a see, like see through ball to do that. 
But it looks like the gyroscope thing. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, this podcast, we're going to introduce a movie every week that we choose randomly. There's no rhyme or reason to it. We're going to watch it together, comment on it, and get really drunk. Yeah, the the idea is just kind of like taking movies from our childhood that we watched and seeing if they kind of hold up and if there's any nostalgia factor to this one. And this week it's Shane's Nostalgia. So yeah, we're watching Lost in Space, the 1998 action film. Um, and what's our drinking game today? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> um, shame, <laughs> whenever you feel shame for this own movie. Okay, I love this. He says, "He says, am I good or what?" And then immediately system failures, and he almost dies. Like he just uh, like, contradicts okay. himself in literally the span of a second here. Um, anytime Gary Oldman yells. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, when he comes on the screen, we'll talk about it. But he uses a lot of like alliteration, a lot of like um, really stupid like Shakespearean sounding lines. They're really dumb. Uh, I, always, like, I always kept laughing to myself. Like when he comes back on the screen, you'll notice it. But he uses a lot of alliteration. Like you think he says. Um, like a dire deed, something like that. A lot of those like <laughs> alliterative stuff. It's really annoying. Okay, so we're gonna drink every time those things happen. And if y'all want to watch along, we're at three minutes and fifty-two <laughs> seconds. If you want to listen to a podcast and watch a movie at the same time, basically they're commentary tracks with people who have nothing to do with this movie besides you watch. You, well, I guess the first question I have to ask you is, when did you first see this, and why did you force me to watch this? I saw this. I think at nine years old, 98, that sounds about right, nine or eight years old, in the movie theaters with my grandparents. You saw in theaters? Oh yeah, we snuck in sodas and everything, because my grandparents were too cheap to buy me stuff. I think all grandparents sneak in sodas and popcorn. I think this we is even the worst packed title in crawl. hot dogs. This is the worst yeah. title crawl. It is the ugliest thing ever, that Lost in Space sign you just saw is so ugly. This looks like the set from Elysium. This looks like the background of like uh, the like of like uh, the Clone Wars. It looks like Coruscant. Like it looks. Is just, that like, a, is that a Malcolm cartoon. in the middle? Oh, the kid. I don't think so. No. It looks well, like him though. I have breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see Rambo is still a thing in the year twenty. 570. Well, you know, Sylvester Stallone has, like, star appeal. Oh, that looks bad. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's supposed to be, like, goofy, like, how ridiculous over the top his body is, but her head's way too small. Who's Ooh. the mother? Mimi Rogers. Oh. I know she's been in things, I just don't recognize her. Hmm. And in this movie, she's so, like, bland, it's hard to, like, See beyond what it is. What are they even talking about? Look at that old guy with the sunglasses on. <laughs> so good. He doesn't um, even know where he is. That extra. <laughs> what's going on is she's telling the mother that the kid's in trouble because he hacked their system because of an eight-year-old. It's just showing how really intelligent he's supposed to be. Why does everyone have double cameras? What do you mean? Is this oddly Stargate-ish? Like, Stargate would have been at this time, too. Mm, I wouldn't doubt it. I don't... I've never... Oh, you mean the movie Stargate? You mean the Roland Emmerich one? 
Oh, look at that green screen. It's so bad. Holy cow, you can see the outlines on people. I think I'm a second. Oh my god, it is bad. Yeah, I think I'm a second or two ahead of you. But yeah, I see what you're talking about. The guys holding up the cameras in mm-hmm. the background, yeah. Even William Hurt sometimes can look pretty bad. Ah. It's, just his own. it's because... Get- it's because we're watching this in HD, and this movie was not meant to be seen in HD. <laughs> William Hurt is a solid actor, and he is so bland. <laughs> I know he plays like smart, intelligent science guy, but he is bland. That chick looked dumb. This has a... <laughs> oh, God, I forgot her. This was in, like, the 90s when, like, future looks were, like, emo crackhead. Oh, you mean the little girl? Yeah, because she, even the fifth element kind of has that, like, oh, in the future we're all going to look strung out and stuff. Yeah, she has the worst voice. I was watching this last night and I was like, she has the world's worst voice in this. She's like, I looked it up, she's 16 at the time and it sounds like a robot is doing a teenager's voice. It sounds so shrill. She's the girl in uh, Mean Girls. She plays um, one of the plastics. And then I just found out today that she's Eliza Thornberry's voice. You can kind of hear it. I'm not going to unhear that one. Yeah, I didn't. I was was seeing like, she sounds super familiar. And I was looking it up. I was like, oh, she's Eliza Thornberry. That's why it sounds even more familiar. But yeah, she looks like... um, Kind of emo punk look, but not even. I don't know. Like you said, it's like a weird retro future looking thing. I just I always get weird when like they dress like actresses that are obviously underage, slutty, because you just hear the director like, "Yeah, she's gonna wear a short skirt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You that shot you see right there with her talking to her brother, and you just get her legs. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, you're like, what? Why are you taking that angle? You could have come out a little bit, but say, like, now nah, we gotta zoom it in. <laughs> so this kid's obviously the the boy's like really really intelligent, but they don't make this clear at least to me is that she's really intelligent too. I guess all their kids are super geniuses, but they don't really sell this because I guess because she's has a video blog that makes her really intelligent, but later in the the film, she just knows how to work everything on the ship. Little did they know they were foreshadowing Instagram with Penny Vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you'll be grounded. I gotcha. So far, I can I could see some of the holes in the writing here. Yeah. Um, it's always an interesting thing to like say, what do you blame things on for being this terrible? Because this is a, I think an $80 million film, and... The first thing I want to go to is obviously the, the script's terrible, but you can take a good script with a good director. So I'm going to put the money on this director is just not equipped. This feels like a Brett Ratner film. Yeah, what's well, Oh, if, if, God, look at LeBlanc try and act. Yeah, he's really bad. That's It's a weird thing nowadays because nowadays it's kind of bridges the gap at the 90s and early 2000s that have like TV versus movie actors and obviously he's from Friends and he's a TV actor because nowadays TV looks just as good as film like Breaking Bad is just as good (laughs) acting and writing as any major motion picture 
Well, it's just funny because, like, Matt LeBlanc was good in Friends because he was playing a bad actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's trying to be a real actor, and it's bad. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, like, I don't know. He's doing what he's supposed to. He's just bad at it. Like, he's he's playing the cocky military guy, and he's just not a good actor. But also, his character is written terribly, too. Like, he's just doing the best with what he has here. It's like Gary Oldman, when he comes in, he's doing everything with this terrible script. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell. I just can't think of how this movie... Well, it would be better if Christopher Walken was the cocky pilot. It's just like, I shot him down. Now we gotta fly. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't make any sense for the timeline. You, you sure. know me, young cocky pilot. <laughs> I think you just think that everything would be better with Christopher oh, it would be involved with it. One day when we have like... I mean, if Tupac can be at concerts, why can't Christopher Walken be in any action movie I want him? I don't know, because he killed Natalie Wood. <laughs> Speaking of murder, just popped up on the screen. I like how they always do this. They go like, they take this actor who's obviously young, and they're like, all right, Colonel, calm down. Like, what, we just skipped 20 years of military experience in the future to gain rank? <laughs> like, we've got a 30-year-old Colonel? I mean, I guess I've that's heard of in, like, World War II, but not everything's World War, Universal War, I guess, in this form. Well, if I had to guess, the writer knows nothing about oh, drink. military service. Gary Oldman yelled. <sighs> okay, so so the main plot of this... Hold on, I'm going to drink. Ugh. And it's because so, one shot in. Okay, so the plot of this movie is they're going into space to colonize because Earth is screwed. So... So then the terrorists here are the ones stopping them. I do not understand why. They never tell us why these terrorists want to stop them. The only thing that I can possibly think of is this guy owns a technology company and wants them to stay on Earth to make more money, but they don't tell us that. It's my only assumption because this guy's got to be rich, so you get to assume maybe he is some kind of titan of industry, captain of industry, and doesn't want them to colonize. But that doesn't make sense to me. Because he hates our freedom. Oh, is that a... What's his face? Uh, nope, that's not... I don't know that guy. Were you going to say Elijah Wood? <laughs> Who'd you think it was? Um, I don't know. Let me stop watching He might so be someone, porn. but he's he just twerp. Science twerp. What's his name? His name is Adam Sims. Hmm. Major West... Major West. <laughs> really, so yeah. Gary Oldman's motivated by money. <laughs> it gets worse too because, like, he—I love him. His I love his character. He just says everything he's thinking out loud, and just admits that he's the bad guy. And he's just like, "Yes, I'm the bad guy." You of know what I'm they the did? <laughs> they watched The Fifth Element, and they were like, "We could have a John Baptiste Emanuel Zorg." So they just. Rewrote his character, but not as well. Well, the fifth element, he plays like a cookie guy. I think you're thinking of the other movie. What's the one? Oh, the professional? Is it that one? No, he's a weird guy in that one, too. He's like a Rastafarian guy in that one. I don't know. Oh, there's more. 
There's more interesting character. Yes, she's in this. It's weird. She never plays, as far as I've seen her, never a science-y type person. She plays a very, like, kind of smiley, mm. naive person. So it's interesting. Mm. She's boring, too. Whenever they make boring. a stupid flirt, like a weirdly sexualized flirt, we should, uh... Mm -hmm. Ah, there it is! <laughs> I'm gonna drink for that. What did I miss? I was gonna say, every time they sexualize a flirt, where he says, you can oh, take my you're dimensions... Gonna be, you're gonna be... You're gonna be absolutely trash. <laughs> you have, you have not, if you haven't seen that, I watched this last night. There is so much, and it is so bad. Yeah, see, so Ronnie did his due diligence as uh, a good podcaster... And watch this movie beforehand so that he could make, you know, interesting comments. I decided not to. And I'm just going <laughs> to drink and watch this movie. Right there, I love the thaw. I love the thaw that cold fish you just said. And then here comes the awkward dad thing. And he just and they just don't say anything because a dad would probably punch him in the mouth. <laughs> but in this movie, they want to be a, a stupid joke, so. Is this Coruscant? That's what I was saying. But um, back to the point, yes, I mm. spent... Instead of wasting only two hours of my life, I wasted four watching this movie twice. So <laughs> It's not a waste because I, up to this point, have argued that Lost in Space is the most underrated movie ever. Oh, yeah. I may uh, be regretting that. Oh, back to what I was saying about Heather Graham. Mm. Um, so, most actresses have to, like, you know... Put an effort to get a job. Want to know how she got this job? How? Dating the director. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't uh, make sense to me because she's a good actress. She was just this is the year after Boogie Nights, and she was great in that. It's just weird, but you know, I guess you take the jobs you can get. Who is the director of this? Um, his name is something Hopper. Um, I was looking into whom he was. There's a lot of TV stuff, and I guess why they picked him, because they thought TV movie made to a movie. Uh, Stephen Hopkins. So I was looking at his IMDb page, and basically he does a lot of TV directing stuff, which isn't like a bad thing anymore. Now there's money, more money in TV than there is movies, but you got to start doing TV, and like, I'm guessing the connection must be, here's a TV movie, make it into a real movie, but here's $80 million to make it. <laughs> what could go wrong? Right. I like how the 90s like was like, what's the future going to look like? Oh, we're going to paint all our walls turquoise and yellow. The 90s future is the worst. Like, the 80s future, like, on Robocop and movies like that, like, that holds up and looks good and grimy. This just looks goofy. Well, it's like, what, in the future is going to be no littering? Of course. The future will be a hellhole. Look at us now. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, if you go like the start, like you said, you said like a Stargate or like Star Trek Enterprise logic, the idea is the future is better than here now. It's like the idea is the future will be like beautiful and shiny. Instead, the real future is Space Force. I know. And unfortunately, we don't have Donald Trump in the year 2060 and his 19th <laughs> term. <laughs> He'd be Emperor Trump. He'd become a real like Garcidious. I have passed my genes on to Kushner. <laughs> Jared will live on. <laughs> Wait, why can, is um, Gary Oldman? He can marry out? his daughter's clone because they're not really fully related. What's? Oh, why is he there? He's a he's a terrorist. He's not watching this really. He didn't really watch Wait, this. Wait, I thought he's so, a CEO. 
No, he's a no, no. Sorry, the guy paying him as a CEO. He's a doctor who is turning his back on this mission to sabotage the mission. <laughs> and he's a doctor, and he's gonna pay him a million dollars to go on this ship oh, and sabotage it. So Gary Oldman's the terrorist. But I don't get it. If the if he's a doctor, he has to like know the world's screwed, and then they have like twenty years. Well, I guess a million dollars. I wonder why they would have a person that's a doctor. Wouldn't a robot be your doctor? You just plug in. That's probably a better point. You're more like a... I don't know. Oh, man. This robot sold so many toys. I'll bet. They use the actual, like, um, old... Because, okay, I'm guessing everyone who's list, who's actually listening to this, who's actually, which is nobody, is actually knows, like, this is like a remake of an old 60s television show, and the robot is the same actor who played the voice. I'll, everyone in this movie, like a bunch of cameos, are from the people from the original series. I've never seen the original series, nor do I care. Did you ever see the? Um, have you seen the remake on Netflix, the TV show? I watched a couple episodes, and it wasn't bad, but it didn't it didn't keep me. Yeah, I think I watched the first season. I was like, okay, that was okay, because you know I like sci-fi a lot, so you don't get a lot of interesting sci-fi. Huh. But it wasn't bad. It just. It's melodramatic because it's a family drama. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay. That's okay. Get out of here, Li- Lionel. My goddamn <laughs> cat. No, you don't need to watch this. It's shit. I like this hologram. It's like really obtuse looking like a Terry Gilliam film. I kind of like <laughs> obtuse and creepy it is. I enjoy that. I want that treaty signed. He does. He looks like Grandma of Tarkin. Really, it looks just like the from Star Star Wars, like the the button down thing and that, and his slick back hair. <laughs> why? Why does he have? Why, why did that thing electrocute him? him? Uh, the guy, I guess, could do it. They okay. don't. They don't really explain this very well. But later, you'll see Matt when the Matt LeBlanc says, "Like this is a." receiver for terrorists because only terrorists use this receiver mm. i guess they're a ter- terrorist corporation i don't really know they don't really explain this at all but he knows yeah. he's a terrorist because that thing burns old al-qaeda radio <laughs> oh look at these suits these are like power ranger stuff and they're weird they have like weird like boob <laughs> things well i like how everything's supposed strange. to be skin tight but it it's you can obviously tell it's not formed to the body. They put in breasts in the yes, <laughs> like the, the bat nipples. Because <laughs> speaking of which, the writer is Akiva something, and the movie before this he wrote. Guess what? No, Batman and Robin. Oh no, Akiva Goldsman. He wrote a Batman and Robin the year before this. People got jobs after that. He's a Hollywood has writers. They just have people that will like. They'll just say, "Hey, write this," and they'll just write it. And and I guarantee Akiva Goldsmith probably liked the old school '60s Batman cartoons and the Lost in Space cartoons, and on a very like surface level, wrote the script. See, it's I don't weird understand having this. a sixteen-year-old girl with those like with, like protruding breasts. I know it's so it's, weird. This is super weird. Well, and William Hurt doesn't have pecs like that. Why would they build that into the suit? Why wouldn't the suit just fit like a normal like Under Armour shirt? Because of adventure. <laughs> adventure. <laughs> but look, look, they look metallic, but they're not. Later in the movie, they cut through it like it's like a weird cloth 
thing. It's the strange. It just it doesn't make sense. It just makes it look like a Power Rangers outfit. It's just the weirdest thing. Oh yeah, for sure. God, Heather Graham's so young in this. She's not that young, but yeah. <laughs> she's aging out a little bit. <laughs> well, she's. If you look at her today, she still looks great for forty or whatever it is. But this is the year after Boogie Nights, so she's not that young because in Boogie Nights she is fully nude. Have you seen Boogie Nights? Oh yeah. It's a, old fake. It's a miserably fake like great movie. penis. <laughs> That's the part you remember. <laughs> That's of course the only part I remember. She plays Roller Girl, and she does a really good job. And I always just, whenever I see her, I always feel bad because in the end of the movie, Roller Girl just gets pimped out as a prostitute because porn <laughs> goes south in the '90s and 2000s. <laughs> it's so sad. I just think of her. I'm like, oh, I just want to say, I want to save her. Uh, my girl's been making me watch Outlander. That show's fucked up. That show is fucked up. That's the one where the girl goes back in time, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. There's a scene, there's an episode that's so fucked up. They're like, don't watch this. It's really fucked up. Like, there's a warning. Who is that How guy? Rape. That's the guy from, uh, he's in Adam Sandler movies. I don't know. He flipped the monkey switch, huh? Okay, I don't get why this is this shaped. Every like United States like uh, rocket is like rocket shaped, but this is for some reason shaped like this. I don't know if this is a callback to the TV show or a bad green screen, but this is just a really strange. Like it looks like a US. Like, it looks like a UFO saucer. Yeah. It should be like aerodynamic, right? Where it like penetrates the like uh, atmosphere. You would think so it flies better, but. Like, this should be a rocket, and then it explodes into this shape. I get that, but it's just really strange. Wait, why is it called Jupiter 2? I thought it was Jupiter 1. Jupiter 1 was a rocket, right? <laughs> they named the rocket, and then they just named the vessel inside of it Rocket 2? No, but I think in real life, wasn't there a Jupiter 1 rocket? Wasn't that a thing? I think so. We're edumacated on space exploration. What if they blew up? What if they just went straight Apollo on it? That guy is from Adam Sandler movies. I know it. I'll take your word for it. Uh, you don't see him again in this entire movie, so... Boy, some of these, some of the CG, and I'll, I'll forgive it because it's 98, but, like, you got to do better than that. Like, that's bad. Oh, dude, you don't remember. Oh, my God. You you should have rewatched this. <laughs> wait, wait till later. Wait till the Jar Jar Binks character comes in. Did you forget about that? The monkey? I just remember some, like, spaceship-eating aliens or something. I don't know. You Matt LeBlanc does, different. like, badass you're, stuff. You're going to be in for a treat. I enjoy Gary Oldman. Oh, no. He's He's in some sort of passenger situation. I didn't see Passengers. Not bad. Ended like shit, but up to the end, it's a good movie. I watched, we watched a couple space movies a couple months ago. There was one 
called High Life with Robert Pattinson. It's basically like a, it's basically they take a bunch of um, uh, prisoners and throw them into space, and their punishment is like they're trying to create, uh, try to be like more fertile and try to repopulate Earth. It's a miserable, miserable movie, but it's really well done. Here we go. This is what everyone wants: is the, the robot danger destroy Robinson family. Mm. Wait, so he's trying to stop this robot because he programmed it to kill the. He programmed it to destroy the ship. So if he destroys the ship, they'll all die. So he's trying to stop it now before it. So he doesn't die. Yes. He's a shit terrorist. Yes. He also got backstabbed. I feel like as a doctor, there'd be much easier ways to sabotage things instead mm-hmm. of doing this. But. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I don't mind the robot design. It looks pretty good. Well, it looks like the old school version of it. It's, so it fits for it. <laughs> okay. This is what I was going to bring up. I was confused last night watching this. So they go into cryogenic sleep before they even take off. Why is that? That's true. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. You would think, like, you'd want all the people who are really intelligent and know how to, like, actually fix the ship to be active and alive, take off, be in the atmosphere, be out of the atmosphere, then go into sleep. But they, they knock out before Matt LeBlanc takes them out, and then they go, then he goes into sleep. It's just the weirdest thing. Hmm. They've got guns on this ship? Oh, I hate when they do this. They have guns on ships, like, that wouldn't poke a hole through this and, like, destroy everything or it's or it's artificial oxygen so it's probably more oxygen oh, than like we are, uh, ours thing is like blow something up as average as uh, amateur scientists oh Matt LeBlanc being a badass oh the classic where the kid runs into a hole oh it gets worse Save Why is that by... in every action film with a kid? Like, they're running explosions, and they kind of, like, fall into a hole or jump into a hole. It's easy drama. Because he fell, so you don't know what happened to him. Matt LeBlanc gave his life for the Robinson family. Oh, the kid's going to have to use his... Powers of super genius. Did you write the script? <laughs> I I moonlight as a blockbuster movie script writer. Oh man, you should have way more money than you do. <laughs> uh, so goddamn hot. Uh. Oh, I called it. Take <laughs> <laughs> you seen this movie before? <laughs> I haven't seen this movie since I was nine years old. No, you showed it to me when, when oh, I was that's like 19. Right. I was <laughs> drunk when over. I did that. So, so this is how I saw it, first saw this movie. I was like 19 or 20, and you came over and said, this is the best movie ever. And I said, I've never heard of this. When you <laughs> said I came over, it. it means you came home from work and I was there. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> oh, look at those screens. Those screens are just stickers. Like, she was pressing it and there was no action. Yeah. Like, those are just little paintings. Yeah, of course. That's so bad. Well, it's fine if you don't have someone actually clicking on the screen and you don't actually see them clicking on it. It's fine. Yeah. But. See, okay, now, now see, now we see that she's really intelligent too because she can work. 
the nav, not the navigate, I guess you can do the fire button, but whatever, I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> I would have just been panicking, we're in space and there's a fire! I have a hard time finding out, like my, my emergency lights, my, my flashers on my car. <laughs> watch, okay, now watch this. this. This is like the thing that he figures out who he is immediately from his hand. Sedition? Wait, how does he know that's like... Did they melt in their their brand? No, he um, the he's holding onto the thing and it caught on fire and it did some kind of mold brand <laughs> into his skin. I love that backhanded like Bruce Lee throw your hand up and hit someone like you can't generate any power throwing your hand up and back like. Eh. Well, I think it's to just stun him. Wait, Gary Oldman is trying. Gary Oldman's a professional. I was watching, we were watching the Red Riding Hood movie with Amanda Seyfried from the director of Twilight, and he completely gives his all for that terrible movie. <laughs> He's a professional actor. <laughs> we're way off course. We're going into the sun. <laughs> oh, this one. This one drives me for a loop. They get literally a foot away from the sun, and there's like no problems, and they say, the hole's going to melt in 60 seconds. I'm like, that's not... <laughs> If he if he could hold to like the near surface of the sun, is that like how heat and, and melting works? You have sixty seconds until this water boils. Hm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Go to the mercury mines. How does she know? If they're, if they're by the sun, then they're still in their so, solar system. Why? How did they get to the sun so quickly? I don't know. Whatever, how, don't question it. And how would she know? And know what? wouldn't she be like, wait, who are you? <laughs> yeah, they they know he's obviously a murderer and who he is immediately because I guess they saw the last scene. They read the script. Oh, he spoke Shakespeare and take a drink. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pseudo Shakespeare. Yeah, he does, he does it a lot. I'm drinking way too fast. I'm four shots in. Oh, no. You'll enjoy this movie more, though. <laughs> I'm gonna devolve into terribleness. Penny Precious. They, they, they do tons of that alliterative stuff, and it doesn't make sense to me why they do it, except for to make him sound more intelligent than he is. Well, no shit. Not life sciences. I love that class. <laughs> the volcanoes and the Earth's crust. What does that mean, life sciences? It's the science of life, Ronnie. But, like, do they have, like, biological things? It's like a slice of life. On the wing? Okay, you're not being helpful. (laughs) (laughs) This is weird why they did this. It's like, as if, like, they need to physically see the heart to, like, know where the heart is. This is the future, Ronnie. Medical. Wait, so the him doing that crashed the system? What kind of fucking jerry rig outfit are we running <laughs> here? <laughs> oh god, if you turn on the the AED, it crashes the entire ship. You mean this little life-saving <laughs> I device? Reversed. I think he pulled all the power from the medical bay. You know what's weird is this is an interesting kind of thing in theory. The idea that he's willing to kill his daughter to save everyone else on the ship but it's never addressed ever again <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cool like 
conundrum being a captain or being head of a ship. Like, I'd sacrifice my daughter and the power to save us all, but it's never brought up again, so it's kind of <laughs> a You tried to kill me, Dad! Fuck you! I gotta kill oh, us that, all! Do you see that shake? It's, like, it looks like it's made from plastic because it is. <laughs> it's wiggles. Like, look at it. Look at the, the, the control panels wiggle like that. Oh, man. Oh. So much suspense. I don't think that's how it works, bud. <laughs> but look, that was 60 seconds ago, and they're going to go straight through using the hyperdrive. I would have recast him with Nicolas Cage. I think the he could have... Oh, yeah. No, not Dad. The, uh, the pilot, Matt LeBlanc. We'll go straight through it. a wild card in there. <laughs> and he would have definitely said a yeehaw right here. 100% sure that meant LeBlanc is cheaper than Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, this is gone in 60 seconds time, so for sure. This is, well, like, that movie is right after he won an Oscar. It's just the strangest thing. Nicholas Cage is the weirdest career. <laughs> he's the career I'd want to emulate. Where... You want to say he's a bad actor, but all he has to do is point to his best actor, Oscar. <laughs> Was this the weirdest thing? Because, like, he reminds me of, like, Al Pacino. Like, he has that energy of, like, young Pacino, but it's just, like, a tornado. He's like Tornado Pacino, really. He's just, like, <laughs> he can't control when to do outbursts and stuff. But he's very... It's always interesting. If Pacino never gave up Coke, <laughs> he would have ended up <laughs> like Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God, this looks terrible. Yeah, I don't even know why they bothered with this. They, like, froze the actors and then green-screened behind the frozen shots of the actors. And it's... Yeah, and they, they moved the camera around it. But look, they, they all look like Gumby. It just looks weird. The it's, appendages yeah. look strange. What's, like, flight simulator, like, graphics? This is terrible. <laughs> For the time, it's not. It's fine. It's like, it's just that you overuse the special effects. It's just they they over, kind of rely on them, and they just don't look as great as they should be for '98. Yeah, you feel like they could do a little better. Because '98 at this time is like right when they're filming the Phantom Menace, and then right after that is when they film Lord of the Rings. So like 2001 is Lord of the Rings, like visual effects so they had the ability to blend things better just right and if you know I that think, I think the shot so looks much. bad just don't do the shot do something different mm -hmm. just jurassic park it work with what works and don't try to do what doesn't look right yeah you're a pussy john <laughs> you can't choke me to death Dude, just called Matt LeBlanc. He probably has no problem murdering him. Oh, you know, know he right? said he gave him his word as an officer he wouldn't kill him. Never mind. Still, though. Right. <laughs> Pussy. I've had the grand do it. She seems pissed. I like how he doesn't choke him. And he's like, Pussy. <laughs> I like how he punched that and it like electrocuted. That was weird. It sparked. This ship is really faulty. I, I don't know about this. <laughs> Oh, they're... <laughs> drink. 
of all the known galaxies. Sips, Shane. Take sips. No, I drank. I'm going to pass out after this. I'm not going to make it to the end of this movie before vomiting. The last 30 minutes will be me talking to myself about little trivia <laughs> facts and stuff. As I'm vomiting in the background. You know what's hilarious is last night I fell asleep in the last like 15 minutes. The first time we watched this movie together, I stopped paying attention to the last 30 minutes too. It, just, it seems like I just can't get through this movie ever. See, look at that. See, it cuts through, so it's obviously like plastic, but there's like wires in there. They're wearing clothes underneath? God, you'd sweat so much. Oh, he's got scars. He's got sexy scars. They just bend it. Why would they do They just bent it. She just physically bent the rubber. Why is his shirt torn? So you can see a scar. (laughs) It's torn ever so sexily. It's the new Abercrombie uh, shirts. This dialogue is the worst. This is a showing of how bad Not it is. the fit-in, play-nice type. Oh my god. He could just literally say, I'm Han Solo. Like that. He'd just <laughs> simply say that and be like, I'm Han Solo, but you're not. He's a pilot. I would think he's kind of nerdy. Like, that requires a lot of science knowledge. He's a... Well, it'd be the cool to see like an Air Force guy. Those guys are intelligent. They're not like cocky soldiers like this, right? I don't have any experience in the military, but I, I, <laughs> I feel don't know. like they're, pilots are they're more bags. nerds. Yeah, you heard it. All our Air Force <laughs> listeners can go f- themselves. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Let's see how much I can piss off the veteran community. <laughs> <laughs> You should probably state your rankings and credentials before you... I'm a goddamn veteran, so y'all can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I get discounts like everybody else. (laughs) I yelled stolen valor when I have to. I did my time. (laughs) And it wasn't in the goddamn reserves. Ah, now we just lost the reservists. (laughs) She is scarily skinny. Yeah. Like, her head looks bolted on. That's not healthy. <laughs> you have to remember she's 16. So it's like... Holy cow, do you see her now? Lacey oh, yeah, Chabert. She... Like I said earlier, she's the girl in uh, Mean Girls. She's the one of the airheads in that. The family drama in this is just so, like, underdeveloped. Like, he's just forgetting, like, oh, yeah, there's a problem because the dad's a scientist, so he's never home. But it's like, you know what? I can forgive a year of being a bad parent so that we save the universe. Well, like, you were never home. Well, that's weird because we're locked in a ship for eternity together now. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we can look like past that. Part. You said the opposite of what I said. We're married because obviously the screenwriter doesn't know what it is to be married because you're the opposites in a marriage then that's not going to last long. Looks like the moon's made of cheese. I think a wall can grommet. 
That's what we should watch next. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this off. We're now reviewing Wallace and Grumman. <laughs> oh, he'll wait later. He's not playing around. Oh, no, he's just... Ugh. Giant penis <sighs> ship. <laughs> the ship appears to be phallic in nature. <laughs> it's penetrating but, space. <laughs> okay, but that that goes back to my point. Remember, like I said, how rockets are this shape <laughs> and ships are this shape, but this one is like UFO shaped. It has to be a callback to the original that I just don't know. Yeah, I haven't about. seen the Look original. Look at this. Those are spotlights. That's it. Let's let's, let's get some light. We have four little spotlights. <laughs> That's the light. <laughs> oh no! It says police. Five one five zero. Proteus. That's a Greek reference, I think. This one didn't steal fire. <laughs> Was that Proteus? I'm trying to think now. He invented AI. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say whatever we want to. No one's going to fact check us. <laughs> Oh, goddamn computer ghosts. It was weird. I don't remember this movie at all when I was watching it. Like, it was coming back to me, like, PTSD. I was like, oh, yeah, they do a, a, um, they do a time travel thing in this. No, they no. All the, um, all, they, they do all the, like, sci-fi staples in one. I was thinking this last night. This movie is two and a half hours long almost, and it's, and it's supposed to be a trilogy. Like, like they thought they would turn this into, like, a, a trilogy of movies. <laughs> but this movie feels like three movies in one because they hit all these weird beats like it goes on super long and there's so many like places they jump to it feels like three different movies but you can tell that it's meant to be a, it should be a series you know because it's like on a TV show that's the problem to adapting TV shows is that they're episodic and this feels like we hit the first part now the second part now the third part it feels like a chore This is 98, so I guess they do have computers and blogs. That was a thing, but... Ugh. I don't hate this part. I don't hate that. I don't hate some of the things. Like in the beginning of the movie when um, Matt LeBlanc and the uh, and his so quote-unquote like pilot partner, like their eyes are yellow because it's like, oh, they're wearing some kind of contact thing to like control a ship. I like that. It's never mentioned again, though. I'd wear my boxers everywhere. Like, what they fucking gonna do? I'm the only one that can fly this ship. They could suck my dick. <laughs> like I'm talking about science technology. You're like, you know what? I'd be nude. <laughs> you know what? Weird. I'm going to die on this ship. I'm going to walk around in, at Tops Joggers. That's the tops of it I have. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. I ain't putting on a shirt. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with this. I'm very uncomfortable with this. She's giving him like... Bang me eyes. <laughs> he winks back at her, and she's like a young, young girl. I'd be hyper and then the, and, then, and like two scenes later, he's gonna hit on the older sister. It's just a weird. It's just weird. I mean, he's just assuming that she's gonna be here for the next ten years, so he might as well plant the seed. <laughs> how he treats Gary Oldman is how I treat everyone on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws a thing at him. That cracks me. Because what are they gonna do? Looks like a lizard. Uh-oh, he pulled his Glock. <laughs> Laser Glock. <laughs> I 
Why not kill him? I legitimately don't understand. I know he said, give me your word as like a soldier not to kill me, but yeah. what does that mean, though? Uh, but what I wonder is, is there any way we can get the casting tapes for Matt LeBlanc? Like the reads? <laughs> Dude, I 100% don't think he tried out for this. Like, his, this is 90. I don't, okay, I've, I've only seen one episode of Friends, so I have no idea the timeline and importance of Friends. I know it's a cultural staple, but I've never really seen much of it. But the time, right? This is 98, so this has got to be, like, Friends still, right? Still going on? Yeah. So like, I'm sure they like, let's get him, because he's the face of this movie, and he's just trash, so that I guess he didn't have to try out. Well, is this before he did his chimpanzee movie? Oh, the the baseball? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Matt LeBlanc is... is in a movie where he plays baseball with a chimp. I'm not even kidding. I, I remember scrolling through his IMDb page and I looked like, oh, look at that. It looks like Dunstan Returns or Dunstan can throw a fastball. <laughs> I'll look at it. So, in all honesty, like, he is a TV actor because all of his, his things are TV stuff and he's fine. Like, I've, I've never, like I said, I never watched Friends, but he's likable as a TV guy. It just, I don't think he works as an action star, but I haven't seen anything else. He's done something called Cowboys and Angels, and that looks really stupid. <laughs> Why is he wearing a leather jacket over his spacesuit? I think you answered that question with your question. Because <laughs> he looks awesome. <laughs> hmm. I can tell you right now, the nostalgia's wearing off on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Those rose-colored glasses are turning into oh, drink. reality. He just used a Shakespearean. It's like, called Ed. It's the smell of the movie's ghosts. Called Ed, the movie's called Ed, where he plays baseball with the chimp. <laughs> and this is two years after it, so he was still. <coughs> he kept giving him chances. Oh man. Charlie's Angels. I don't remember Charlie's Angels well enough to remember that. Oh, yeah, I should probably watch the movie. Okay, so I like the tone and the atmosphere on here, but it's never, re like, re recreated later. Yeah. Like, later in the end, it kind of is. I like this. It looks like alien, kind of, so that's why I kind of like it, I guess. Mmm, it does look very alien-esque. But it's way too large. Like, it's way too wide. Like, yeah. aliens smaller corridors and has more of a horror feel to this one this is larger because it looks like a tv set so they can move the camera around the corners and get the shots but the drip 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 of old blood what is gary oldman saying this is my point they wrote things that are supposed to sound creepy and like like evil shakespearean villain type thing but it just it's like no human being talks like this Oh man, this is very. They're striking this straight from Alien. Yeah, no, this is the weirdest thing. These tones flop around. Like, it's okay. So, like, when I was reading reviews of this, and like, people were like, oh, it's not campy enough. I'm like, yeah, but you don't remake things campy. It's not a thing. But then they do that. They add this terrible humor. So, like, it. some of these shots look creepy and kind of realistic, but you don't want to take this stupid premise and make it realistic. It's weird. They just don't know what to do with this. This feels like um, it should have been directed by Seth MacFarlane. 
You know what I mean? Oh, you you're talking about like that TV show you did, right? Yeah, like it, well, that's it looks that like a TV, it looks like a TV show set. Like it's so well lit. It needs to be darker, like like we said already, like Ridley Scott Alien. But there's so much light. It looks like a Star Trek, or what's it called, the Orville? The Orville like set. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Not one nudity scene either. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'm I'm for it, baby. I'm getting good and thrashed right now. I'm getting Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Let's kick it in, baby. <laughs> what? Oh, because that robot is something different. This okay. Well, I obviously, see. spoilers for you. This is the future. This the ship's in the future. Oh no! Time travel. I didn't I remember, remember this. Time so this is travel. what I was thinking. Like, like immediately, it comes back to me, and like it's obvious what they're doing in this next scene when they watch the this tape right here. But it's like okay, so they, this is a because they keep saying this technology is too fast and new. My cat's sitting on my shoulder like a parrot right now. You can hear it purring, I think. Do not fall, you son of a bitch. Do not fall. Wait, is that the same guy? Yes. That's that's common from earlier, right? It's not definitely not common, but yes. <laughs> that, is, that is the same actor. Not common. That's not common. <laughs> <laughs> What's not common in this universe oh, is black it's people because Lenny this is the James. only this is the only black person in the entire movie. <laughs> oh my god, he is. This is the the nineties thing of like they follow these weird like there's only one minority person in the entire movie. This movie is very white. <laughs> to this defense, I'm defending white people. I'm defending is five of the characters are the same family members. So I think white. Is the only minority, or is the only skin color in this movie? I mean, there's one black guy, but I haven't seen anything this, else. This is literally, this is literally what I just said ten seconds ago. I just said this, and you're just repeating. Oh, if you all haven't said. noticed, I'm not listening to a word he says. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking for their benefit, not for your benefit. <laughs> I'm talking to a void, and you're just. I'm just eating popcorn me. and taking shots, baby. <laughs> Checking out Heather Graham at Smoke Show. <laughs> That's it. So I said to do a podcast. <laughs> could just could just zoomed and watched movies again for no reason. <laughs> uh, okay, those are some tall spiders, but they're not tall spiders. Oh, I remember. This is what I always remember. Every time I never remember past this part, where the spiders are chasing him on the bridge. Mm-hmm. See, I don't remember this. I don't. I don't remember the explanation for this, except for they had a life science room, I guess, and the life science overgrew, and it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, this part. This, this is when I just I started going on my phone. I started paying attention to this movie. <laughs> so because it hits because it hits Jar Jar Banks levels right now. So the life science room just kept growing. Okay, so they don't explain it, so I'm guessing they all have life science rooms to create oxygen, right? That's the only thing that can make sense to me is they have plants to create continuous oxygen, and I guess this overgrew over the years. Oh my 
God. I did yeah, I completely not forgot about remember the, this thing. thing. So they brought a monkey aboard? A chameleon no, monkey? I think it evolved. I don't remember. They don't explain it. They, they legitimately just don't explain these things. Matt LeBlanc is looking at his like chest. I know. Like, I, I, I don't blame him. Until. He's like, what the fuck am I holding? They're like, just talk to it. <laughs> uh, According to IMDb, this, this originally was like a puppet, like an actual animatronic puppet. But then it looks so bad they did it CG, not knowing that it looks way worse as CG. I'll give him credit. Like the way he's reacting and holding it, that's not bad. Well, I think because he, I think he's holding the puppet itself, and they just CG'd over the puppet. But like you do realize that Gremlins was like eighty three, and like Gremlins look good to this day. True. Like even like Yoda, like anything Jim Henson looks better than that. Like that. God, yeah, that's bad. Like Labyrinth, Labyrinth is like cheesy, but that looks better than this. That is so bad. It looks terrible. It looks better further away when it gets really close. It's extremely bad. Was that a fart joke? Did it fart? Oh, no, it's just the noises it makes. No, it's just... Its name is, like, Blarp, I think. (laughs) I would have laughed if he shot it, and the next scene he's sitting there, like, cooking it over a fire. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so much better. He's like, we need the protein. Let's go to my next question, is how do you fix this movie? Oof. Well, Matt LeBlanc, you got a recast. I'm sorry, bud. You're just not an action hero. Okay, so moving past that question, I'll come back to it. But So they have this thing in here for family appeal, and then literally two scenes from now, after they get past the spiders, they're going to do a bunch of like sex jokes. It's just like this weird thing of wanting to like, have your cake and eat it too. It's just the strangest thing. Yeah, it's... This tone, the tones are just wrong in this movie. It's got that classic 90s like young adult feel. Yeah, well, because it's it tries to cater to kids because it has little kids really smart. They have the the monkey has the girl doing her blog for humor, but then they go to these dark like spider looking things. Like the the horror in this is isn't look good, but it's like creepy, and I like the body horror, but it just they just do it wrong. Then they have the sex innuendo jokes, and they have the stupid side. It just it feel, to me, it feels a lot like the Phantom Menace, where it's kind of like a lot of tones that are just not melding yeah, together. Yeah, you can hear the studio going, you gotta sell toys! The kids buy the toys, and that's why we make this. And then, like, you can hear people trying to make a movie, and they're like, fuck, it's we gotta weird, add toys. There's, there's, there's only four producers on this, and there's only one writer, so it just it doesn't seem like over-meddling. It just seems like they just didn't know what they wanted. Like I said, the, the the director directs TV shows, and they try to turn this campy TV show into a serious movie, but they didn't want to lose the camp. It's like, just like, it's, well, I know this is coincidental, but it's just like Batman. Like, it's just like, you don't know what you want out of this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did any of them bring their bat card? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> See, it's weird. He shot it, and it shot back up. It's like they're, they, they're... They're organic, but they also, like, are metal, but they're not. Later they say they're, like, I think they're made from silicon or silicone, they say, something like that. I don't know. See, he shoots oh. it and it just bounces right back. It's just the weirdest thing. I'm not sure if it's, if it's just 
bad CGI or if they just didn't they wanted a really powerful spider things that can't be and killed. Why would the kid take control? Wouldn't the AI and the compute and the robot have a better targeting system than a person? He had to he had to redo it because they wanted to kill them, so then if he controls it he thinks it's safer, but <clears throat> you know. Thinking out loud is stupid. I feel like you haven't seen Tron. Make it a little Tron-esque. I like Tron. It does look kind of blue like Tron. Because Tron did so well at box office. (laughs) Codes are locked. So this movie was made for $80 million. It made like $140 million at the box office. Wow. But the studio said like it wasn't enough money to justify like more movies no that's kind of a tight window they made (laughs) yeah because like the fan reviews of this are fine but critic are just panned but it's just the strangest thing well like shouldn't a movie make back its money on the first weekend that's a success it almost did it almost did that's coincidence well like we're going by today standards. 90 standards, things had legs. Nowadays you have so many movies coming out, but this movie this movie internationally made almost twice its money. It's just I just think it it wasn't worth their time because they probably want like, well, if you're going to you don't you don't want to make your money back, you want to make double the money, which this movie barely did. Yeah. Oh no. Cuz sequels sequels make less and less money. Yeah, yeah, he's got like an goofy. armor thing. He's badass. Oh, he gets to armor up. That doesn't even make sense in the context of anything. Though, like, what does that do? Okay, so okay, here we go. I guess it, what it looks like is like a mask to shield you from like bright light. <laughs> right? It almost kind of looks like that. So maybe the the bullets are really bright, but that's it's not what it is. That would have been better if, like, he hit the button and his sunglasses went on. <laughs> or, or just, like, a drop-down mask to protect him. Not this stupid, like, man-in-the-iron mask-looking thing. I was thinking Spawn. Oh, it looks as bad as Spawn. It's probably it's the same era of visual effects. But, but like, in what context would he need a metal mask? Like, they're not doing anything to him. At no point in this scene do they actually get on him. That's another movie we should do is Spawn. Oh, Spawn. Spawn was bad, and, and now it is, it's worse. The, the CGI. Ow! Fuck, fuck you, man. So bad. Sorry, my cat attacked the shit out of my foot, little cocksucker. God damn it. Major Don West. Oh, those spiders look so bad. Uh, I feel like they would have done better with like one large alien that you don't see very well. You know what I mean? Well, see, that, that's the problem though. When you have a million of these things, like they should obviously kill him so quickly and easily. That's the problem. That's why Alien had one alien and then aliens had them separate from the ship. Because if you're in the same small enclosed area, those things would murder him like immediately. Oh, the robot gave his life. The robot that we have no emotional attachment to. You do if you watch the original series, I guess. Oh, it's okay, it comes back. This, this is the thing. This is like writing in a hole. They're writing themselves into a hole. Because in the next scene, this kid is going to 
transfer the consciousness of this robot into a different robot. They wanted the sacrifice without the sacrifice. Wait, is that scratch going to be significant? You don't remember this? This is the part like I only remember. Oh, doesn't he turn into a spider? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's right. I remember this movie. Holy shit. <laughs> nice. He gets scratched by a spider it's and came turns back to into you. a giant spider like fucking Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this movie just takes from everything. It has nothing original. It's just like... Oh, yeah, we'll take from Fifth Element. Oh, yeah, we'll take from Men in Black. Oh, yeah, we'll take from... Men in Black came out the same year, though. It's his defense. Men in Black came after this? I think Men in Black came out in 98. This is 98 as well. Okay, well, then I'll allow it. You're forgiven, writer. Okay, so I like this about the monkey. I don't like the monkey, but the monkey camouflages. They don't even mention it ever, but it's like a visual thing. I'm into that. I hate the monkey, though. All right, I'm two beers down. And we are, from my calculations, an hour. Oh, no. I'm not going to make like it I through this fucking night, movie. Like I said, I watched this last night. I was like, it should be over now, right? Nope, it is just... I am thoroughly over. drunk now. Like, oh, fuck. I'm drinking <laughs> from the bottle of whiskey now. Like, I don't even want to pour the shot. <laughs> Okay, so back to my question. Okay. Since we have downtime because this is just mindless action that's purposeless because what he does is legitimately deflates all tension. How do you fix this movie? Mm. So, number one, it shouldn't be a movie. It should be a series. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of episodic to begin with. If you're yeah. going to make it a movie, you have to make it on one planet where they go to this planet, they crash on the planet, and they have to survive. You know what I mean? Kind of like so you're describing uh, just the remake, the basically the remake, yeah. Oh yeah, that is kind of what they do, huh? That's the TV show. Yeah, but they did it as a show. Like, as a show, you can do kind of a Star Trek thing where they go to different places and such. But like, as a movie, you have to like quickly get them somewhere and have them stay there. Yeah, that's why. Like, I would prefer if they were on this ship for longer because like they're like feel like if they figured out all the the quote-unquote mysteries of this movie on this ship that would kind of work for me. Or if they just go to this next planet now and figure it out. I don't know. It it jumps places. Because I like, I like the set designs. They just waste them. Because in the next scene, I like the, the world they land on. But they just waste it because they don't ever use it for anything. There's It's just they're handling too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two... You don't have him flirt with teenagers. Like, I get it, he's flirty and stuff, but <laughs> you have him flirt with only the the of-age daughter. That's fine. I'll allow that. <laughs> like, but I don't even mind the kid having a friend in the robot, but, like, they didn't really set it up. They just... He has been in a position of power with this robot the entire time. They haven't shared anything. They haven't had a relationship. He literally oh, just plugs in and controls it. And he's like, my friend. Wait till the next scene. <laughs> it's like, my dog's my friend. Get over here, you little bitch. Sit down. <laughs> that's, that's not friendship. Oh, they landed on Hoth. <laughs> Mm. I think another way you improve this is uh, 
they send two families, and there's kind of a rivalry. You know? Okay. And, like, it both goes awry, and they have to work together. Well, like, in the the, in the Netflix TV show, that's what they do. They send out a bunch of different families, because they're, they're basically just trying to find planets that are salvageable. And this one, they just they know where they're going already. It's a place called Alpha Prime, and they just send them there. Also, you send them with, like, legit military escort, not one guy. You send them with a fucking squad of dudes. Because that's what they would do. They would send you with a military escort. Now I'm thinking of this like, way too much. Because now the idea is like they go to Alpha Prime because they have the hyper hyperdrive thing set up. But they can't use it until the other hypergate is set up. And he says, I'm going to start the production on the next hypergate. So he's just going to go there and start it himself. But they won't be built for hundred years doing it by himself to send out someone else to do it because it's a 10-year span. It doesn't make any sense. That's the problem when you try to take on time travel. When you try... The only movie I've seen do it pretty well was Interstellar, but I'm also a dumbass, so that made sense to me. <laughs> I'm sure if I was an astrophysicist, I'd be like, this is completely wrong. That's not how it works. But but But, but, but think about this, like... They're going into space, and they're going to cryogenic sleep because it takes them 10 years to travel to Alpha Prime. So they should be sending a bunch of ships at one time to Alpha Prime because right. by the time he lands there, it's 10 years. Are they going to send a ship next year? And what if they're going to wait till 10 years after they actually land there? Because by the time they get there, it wasted 20 years. And what if Alpha Prime isn't there when you get there? Yeah. Or if something like completely different it happens at that point i don't know i don't know fuck this. it's like someone wrote this on like a first draft and then was like yeah it's fine so i did it you only took one weekend well you fucking won <laughs> all right it works stephen king does that too yeah but stephen king his <laughs> movies are like 75 percent good too stephen so. king the thing i love about him is he makes a really good beginning and middle and then by the end you can tell he's just done with whatever he's written he's like ah fine i'll end it and like and it the endings of every stephen king suck ass because he just you could just tell he's like and then and then and then and then and done like but like the beginning and the middle are always like awesome i like the ideas i like the ideas of most i like stephen king short stories better because he's a good ideas kind of guy but then i think it's wrapped up too much in the universe and things just get weird i like this scene because they literally undercut it. It's supposed to be super dramatic. And then the wife comes in and completely undercuts it and shows how stupid this writing is. I'm not impressed with her acting, but I don't blame her. She doesn't really have much to do. She's had the same facial expression and tone the entire movie. Because they don't have characters. She is... The worried wife, mm-hmm. who apparently is also a professor, but she doesn't really do anything until yeah. the next scene. And even then, she's not really doing anything. She's just, like, like soldering things together. Did Matt LeBlanc just look at him like, yeah, I'd fuck her. <laughs> That's just his face is the problem. I think it's just Matt LeBlanc's face is his, like, Me Too eyes. Gary Oldman looks like he's just thinking about what he's going to buy with all his Lost in Space money. <laughs> Ah, I guess I'll buy that new car. That'd be nice. He has duct tape on his hand. 
What does that say? Oz Ozomach? What are those ac Why would they do a seven letter acronym? <laughs> Why would it be like four letters? There's like seven to eight letters there. <laughs> I don't oh my god. Make sure you don't touch the makeup, Gary, because it's really cheap. <laughs> This this CG thing is awful. It's off putting. Oh yeah, it's Looney Tunes. It's bad. I'm sure in '98 I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> they can just make creatures. See, that's the thing is like, if you're 12, this is fine. <laughs> if you're anything above 12 or 13, I want to see the outtakes where Heather Graham's like, "I don't, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Is it a monkey? What am I looking at here?" <laughs> That's a her. It's a her? It's a her thing. Did you check it? <laughs> <laughs> they did some kind of body scan. I guess they saw over it. Yeah. Why would they assume that this thing develops male-female if it developed alone? Maybe it's mm. asexual. You ever think about that, you bigot fucks? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the logic is everything is female until it's male. Oh no, it says its own name. Oh no. Oh, this. I love seeing the actors try to work with this. Oh, that green screen. Did you see her hands? And how it's shown through her hands, like her hand disappeared in it? Oh, that's bad. Come on, guys. You can do better than this. Apparently not. She's good at acting with that thing. I don't know why it is, but like kids are really good with acting with fake props. It's like if you watch Gremlins again, like Corey Feldman's a little kid, and he does a really good job of pretending things are real and they're fake. She does a really good job pretending it's real. But all the other actors are like, what the? Why am I holding this Care Bear? Dude, if we want to talk about an actor that fucking lost it, Corey Feldman. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens when you do a lot of drugs and you're molested by Hollywood people. Like, I always maintain that Shia LaBeouf is my spirit animal, and I'd want to emulate everything he's done. Corey Feldman is not my spirit animal. <laughs> that guy. Corey Feldman is, is if your spirit animal had like a severe drug problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because like William Hurt and. Gary Oldman are excellent actors, and you can just tell, but it's just so out of place. Like, Matt LeBlanc is more in place in this movie than they are. They feel out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's also... Okay, Gary Oldman has a character. They the, Who wrote this wrote dialogue for him, and like, like they wrote dialogue for Matt LeBlanc, thinking that this is good dialogue. I think just every other character they just completely underwrote because they had nothing. I could think of nothing really else. And they're just generic C characters in there. But these two people have not good characters, but they have characters and writing behind them. They're just they're just yeah. bad still. Like this. Like this is supposed to be a scene where he outsmarts the idiot, but Matt LeBlanc is not as stupid as he thinks he is. 
Ah, drink. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> oh God. Whew. I'm not one of those guys that's like, I can drink the entire bottle and not even notice. I'm gonna vomit before the end of this. <laughs> Good Christ. First bitch I see tonight. <laughs> oh, here we go. This. This scene. This is the worst writing. I thought the other scene was bad. This scene shows just how bad it is. This is enjoyable. It goes from nice moment of reminiscing Wait, to they're lost? I thought they're on Alpha Prime. Council. What was it? She just said they're lost. I thought they were on Alpha Prime. No, they're go they're trying to go to don't you read the know the movie? It's lost in space. They're trying to go to Alpha Prime and then the fire happened and then they had to jump randomly into space. They don't know where they're at. I'm so lost. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I did your homework. Well, you know, in fourteen ninety two Columbus sailed the the, the space in blue. <laughs> I wish he drew, like, a stick figure with boobs. <laughs> He's just like, what you gotta do is find something familiar. <laughs> What's worse is, is it's like they couldn't think of something original. They literally just draw a Looney Tunes character. <gasps> Did they pay Looney Tunes for the rights to that? Oh, she took her jacket off for that. <laughs> She's like... Oh, my God. She's like... Have you ever heard of the band 98 Degrees? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sex scene in this? Or an implied sex scene, I should say? You just definitely need to keep watching into the scene because you'll know the answer really quickly. Oh, no. Is there going to be a, like a Titanic hand? <laughs> oh, I wish. That would be like way more entertaining than what actually happens. I just like how Heather Graham looks. She's just... Not many girls look like Heather Graham, you know? She's, like, cute, big eyes, but, like, she's... I don't know. Oh, you mean she, she's a Hollywood actress? Yes, that's how she looks. No she one looks, looks like, like Heather actress. Graham. She's very individual. I'd have sex with Heather Graham. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you're a smoker now. Uh-oh. Just, just finish your bottle, because all of these innuendos... <laughs> Wait, what? Just You're not even reading the dialogue. You know that she's being sarcastic. And he's just too stupid to understand that. I'm too stupid to understand. Stupid I would have gone for it. Which is why he thinks he's he thinks he's going to go for he it. He should yeah, slap the shit just... out of her. That'd be... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you bitch. <laughs> I'm a goddamn major. And... Lionel, get the fuck out of here. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> you gotta put quotes around that movie there, Lionel. <laughs> we should become screenwriters. I mean, fuck, we could write this. Ooh. Wait, how's he gonna rebuild the robot when there's no robot? Watch this. Here's your implied sex scene. All right. Give it to her, William. Did I miss it? 
At some point, he calls his son a midget. Why are they putting pillows and, and sheets on the bed? Wouldn't they already be on there? What, they don't pre-make the bed? Um, the movie's defense is the first quote-unquote night they've had because I guess they just woke up. Hmm. That's a weird thing to say out of context. The little boys have to come first. <laughs> oh, fuck. Demonetized. <laughs> Which reminds us, subscribe to our Patreon, because we're not going to make money anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing is we got in early on the podcast game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one does these. Uh, I've never heard of Mystery Science Theater before in my entire life. <laughs> Oh, yeah, give it to her, William. Close doors. Wait, that's their dirty tar? Good night, John Boy. <laughs> Ugh, that looks bad. Okay, so I like the design of this planet. It doesn't look good in CGI, but when they actually leave the ship and they're walking around, I actually like the set. They just waste it. Wasted potential. I will say, like, set design's not bad. It's the CG mm -hmm. that's bad, but, like, set design looks pretty good. Outfits, you know, are what they are. You can tell where they use the $80 million. is just wasted, wasted, wasted. This is back when CG... I get... Would CG be more expensive back then than actually... Yeah, because that's, that's why Jurassic Park only has eight minutes of CG, because it... It costs more time and money to do it, and then it's five years later. But still, like, it's more. This is the era. This is the ninety. This is post ninety five. This is when like Independence Day. So then you get more CGI. So it's more prevalent, but I still think it's expensive. Just not as expensive. That's a funny touch. He moves the water. I like that joke. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a good song title. Doorways in time. Okay, like rush sounding song. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. I feel like Muse should have made the uh, soundtrack for this. There's a Fat Boy Slim song on the album. I looked it up. Just oh, bored. Is this back in the day when like movies had soundtracks that you could buy? Ninety eight. Yeah, you can buy the soundtrack. There's the only name I saw on there that I recognized was Fat Boy Slim. Oh, this feels like Moby would have wrote a song for it. Close enough, Moby, Fatboy Slim. Well, like this is this is um, after Batman and Robin, and those movies had huge soundtracks. Like I do miss that Batman, Batman Forever. The the uh, older man in me says like, I miss when movies had like, they would they pick the hot band and they would write a song mm -hmm. for the movie. Yeah, and like you would some movies, some movies do. It's the weirdest. I think it just depends. Like. Like, Black Panther, the album is so much better than the movie, and that's just, like, because it gave someone control to make whatever they wanted, and that that's, that was only, like, two years ago. So, like, some movies have awesome soundtracks and just... I know, but, like, they used to, like, the soundtrack was, like, part of the movie. It was, like, you gotta buy the, yeah. this, like, oh, have you heard the this soundtrack? Like, Spider-Man's always my go-to with that goddamn Nickelback song. But, like, the whole, that and Triple X, those whole mm -hmm. albums were banging like like i said it, i think it just depends which m companies have the money and know how to market it yeah. like like i said the black panther one they found an artist who wanted to do it and it ties into the theme of the movie 
I'm trying to think of other movies now. Yeah. I just, I remember when you go and buy a CD that had the movie, like, yeah. poster on it. Like, yeah, shit, yeah. this is the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. <laughs> How the hell we wind up like this? Wait. <laughs> no, it was a, a hero can save us. That's right. The stain Nickelback. Yes, I remember that song from Spider-Man 2. Dude, that's going to be a movie we're going to watch for sure. I haven't seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans in fucking ever. We should. They're on, um, they're on some kind of streaming service right now for free. Okay, so this scene's interesting because he tells him, like, he says, I'm going to come back for you, Will, I promise. That's like This is like the linchpin because later when the time travel thing happens, he, he calls back to oh, him. He literally comes but back. Bef- yeah, literally. But a couple of scenes before this, he tells Matthew LeBlanc that his father would t- died on a mission and he just told his son, I'll come back. Like, my father always told me to come back. And I'm just like, did you not read what you wrote before this? Like, and realize the contradiction of what you just said? <laughs> or you think your son's dumb enough to not see the problem with, like, telling Grandpa told you he'd come back, too, when he died? <laughs> Pop-Pop never came back. <laughs> and now she likes him and smiling at him after he tries to bang her on a control panel. Wait, they've been flirting for one fucking day. No, they haven't been flirting at all because he was trying to bang her on the control panel and she was like, water on your head. And now she slept over it and thought, you know what? That was actually romantic and not rapey at all. I'm about to drink. This is awful. <laughs> That's the best answer to what I just said. I'm going to drink. <laughs> this movie, Lost in Space. You know what? I'm going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the green screen is just so cringy. Yeah, it is bad. Like, it's asylum level. The dimensions look bad, too. I I feel like the... uh, Ooh. Just the... Oh, I can't grab my beer. They should have never gone with time travel. But this has nothing to do with the time travel. Time travel has nothing to do with it until later. This is the weirdest thing. Like, this is... It's all superfluous. It doesn't really tie in until it ties in. Superfluous. Oh. Like super syphilis. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we're out of things to talk about, and now we're just going to like make jokes upon the words of <laughs> This movie's so bad. He's like, what the fuck is touching me? It's probably some intern's <laughs> hand in a green glove just pressing on his face. Oh, suction cup hands. Screw you, Darwin. Evolution sucks. <laughs> Yo, we should watch Evolution instead. I just I just watched it literally for the first time ever. Isn't it awesome? A few weeks ago. Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Eddie? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd is like... Uh, well, it's Ivan Reitman. It's the guy who directed Ghostbusters, so it, it's all in... What's what's the guy... I always say Osmosis Jones, but his name is like... Orlando Le- Jones. Orlando Jones, that's right. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Uh, another black guy (laughs) not like that man (laughs) (laughs) but yeah back to it I just saw Evolution for the first time ever I'd never seen it and and I watched it with the wife and she's like you've never seen this I'm like I've never seen this but she's never seen Ghostbusters so I saw the good Ivan Reitman movie and she didn't wow I like how this here's your here's your robot scene with the kid this this movie is so good 
that we just talked about evolution for about five minutes in the middle of it. That's the Malcolm in Middle kid, right? I'm 95% sure it is not. Oh, what, can you imagine if... Um, I think he just has the 90s young kid haircut. It's not as much of a bowl cut, but it's kind of a bowl cut. What if... Uh, what if... Oh, uh, you should see this kid now. This kid looks like your brother. Jack Johnson? Look him up. Yeah, he looks like your brother. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, he looks like uh, the kid from... Um, he looks like Brom from mm-hmm. um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he does. Maybe it is him. It is not. I looked oh. it up. I feel like it seems Jack Johnson. What a sad coincidence. For I him. feel like the writer of this movie wrote the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it's not good, but... No, this movie's better than oh, season seven. Okay, I forgot I was going to say this. I forgot. This guy won an Academy Award, the, the writer. What? For a beautiful mind. He has the weirdest thing. He's written... Into the he's written the Batman and so Robin. So many weird things. He's directed like Star Trek Picard and a bunch of like things like that. He directed Winter's Tale. He's done so many weird things. He's written Star Trek Picard. He's he's on the um, the Star Trek team of writing now with like um, Alex Kurtzman. And stuff. He's written everything. Like look through his IMDb. He's written so many things. He's written I Am Legend, Da Vinci Code. He's just he's he's a Hollywood writer. He just gets hired to write scripts and some are. Not as bad as other, but he's won an Oscar for written Beautiful Mind. It's the strangest thing. These guys are either talented, and they get, like, the director doesn't follow what they wrote, or they have nude pics of everyone in Hollywood, <laughs> and they're just holding Hollywood hostage, like... Okay, uh, does the name David S. Goyer make sense <laughs> to you? Like, does that sound <laughs> Oh, he got shot! Matt LeBlanc's dead! <laughs> He's not because it won't come back later at all. Oh later. no! Okay, but back to what I was saying. David S. Goyer wrote the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. He also wrote like Blade. He's written terrible, terrible, crappy movies. It's just I don't. I think the director has so much to do with writing sometimes, and it transcends terrible writing. Well, Look, the robot. It's part. like an actor is only as good, or a script is only as, as good as the actor that's portraying it. You know. Well, it can, because like, an actor can take a terrible script and do a great job with it. Right. That's my point of like the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, The writing is pretty okay, but the like Heath Ledger elevates that dialogue as the Joker. Right. There we go. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. Here it is. This is your tagline for the movie. Well, you got to keep doing it. You've got to keep doing it, callbacks. Okay, so this is where... So I was thinking about timelines of movies. So the the TV show is the '60s. This is '98. The reboot for Netflix is 2018. So it goes from 40 year gap to 20 year gap. It's just like showing how fast things get rebooted. <laughs> I guarantee in 10 years they're gonna make a Lost in Space movie. Oh yeah, starring the kid from Stranger Things. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That makes sense. They are throwing him in every movie they can. Like, if it's scary and has a teenager, might as well get the Stranger Thing. Dude, kid. good for, good for him. Make that money while you're young, because you don't. Because by after you hit puberty and go for that awkward like Hilly Joel Osment phase, you don't do much better besides become Kevin Smith's friend. Hey, he revived his career, man. 
He's got he's Kurt Cake. You gotta put career in so many so many like things. He's like he's been in things, but he's like not leading movies. No. Like he was he won an he got an Oscar nomination at like eight years old. His job is once you're a kid, once you hit the teenage years, you stop doing movies and you get jacked. And then people go, Oh my god, do you remember that kid? He's jacked now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just go the Macaulay Culkin way and just do your own thing and just not Dude, care. Dude, he went straight hero status. I mean, you know, he had a rough life. Got raped by a pop star, but... But, but <laughs> yeah, but, like, what's weird is, like, he talks about it, and and it's not good, but he... Half of it's rumors. The things that we thought about him, like, he's like, no, that, those things weren't true. I think it's just the rumor machine, but, yeah, yeah he got screwed by his family. Oh, yeah. But I feel like he's, dad, he does what he wants, you know what I mean? I feel like he's mm-hmm. maneuvered well, his life to you where watch, he does I'm guessing you watch that to. Joe Rogan podcast with him, right, where he says, like, he makes enough money off of his residuals to just do what he wants, mm. which is, like, that's, like, the best life ever. That's true. That brings me to the next point. Hey, Joe Rogan, please bring us on your podcast. Well, <laughs> I'll suck you a dick, man. <laughs> Teach I'll, us I'll, how to do this properly. I'll do it. Jamie, I'll suck you Wait, a dick, what? too. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't talk over commentary of terrible movies? That's not successful? Oh, oh, I didn't know. Who didn't tell me that? So tell me, do you guys do drugs? We will if you want us to. <laughs> this scene is so pathetic. This kid is supposed to be a genius and he falls for the stupidest of emotional so, employees. So did they green screen Gary Oldman onto the kid or are they both standing in front of green screen? Because they didn't look like they were in the same room. That looked awful. I think it's just a bad framing. I think they're in the same room. I think it's just a bad framing device. Like, it's just a terrible thing. Okay, so I like the design of this. I do. I enjoy the design of this, but it's wasted. It looks like it looks like Galaxy Quest. Uh, That's a great movie, side note. Oh, Tim like Allen. Quest. Boy, he did it. He really fucked up his career by just saying he was Republican. <laughs> he's like, I am it an works, actor, though, and I'm he Republican. Has, he's a TV show, and they, they like that show. I don't see... I don't like sitcoms, but... No. That works for him. Those are like testicles. Those are like t- like furry testicles. It's like a weird Dr. Seuss testicle with <laughs> <looking> trees. <laughs> hey, speaking of Tim Allen, like that guy should have ruined his career. He had a coke problem when stand up comedian, but he's like, I guess I'll do home improvement and save myself. I know he turned himself into like a family family comedy guy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the Santa Claus. I do enjoy the Santa Claus. I also enjoy Jungle to Jungle, which I'm going to make you watch at some point in this podcast. <laughs> I'm not watching Jungle you to Jungle. You are watching Jungle I'm to good. Jungle. <laughs> I'm not. I would need so much. We're gonna, so much to mark my words. We're going to watch Jungle to Jungle. And it's going to be when no, this podcast takes off. Big Trouble is an underrated comedy. We should watch Big Trouble soon. Big Trouble in Little Chinatown? That's No. Oh. Big Trouble with Tim Allen. Oh, no. You've never seen Big Trouble? No, I haven't. Okay, that's how it's gone on the list. That is one of my favorite comedies of all time. We're going to do a, an episode where we do back-to-back Tim Allen's Jungle to Jungle and Big Trouble. <laughs> We're doing Big Trouble. Oh, it's so good. It's, that's, that's like legitimately a movie I actually enjoy. Maureen. It's a, do, do you know? Um, yes, it's a, it's the future, so he's he's burying the, his family members. Oh. Yes, because you keep forgetting it's a time travel movie. Okay, so this is they're being captured. You get captured by. This is when it devolves into absolute his, nonsense. His own robot captured him. No, this um, 
We need to spoil it. What else? Does it matter? Uh, his son. It's oh, his son in the right. future. Who plays his son? Oh my god, it's Simon Pegg. <laughs> nope, no, it's Wilbur. <laughs> oh my god, it's Jared Harris. Yes. So I'm going to tell you because we obviously have it on mute and we have captions on. They dubbed his voice entirely. Let me see. Jared Harris is a very British mm-hmm. actor and they dubbed his voice with some American guy. And it's hilarious because the words don't entirely mash up most of the time. Let me look. Why would they do that? It's be- According to IMDb, it says like his voice didn't match and i don't know if that means like he couldn't break the accent or they decided that they didn't like his voice but they entirely dubbed it with some american dude and it is weird to say the least oh my god it doesn't match at all why would they do that that's what i'm saying i just don't know it's like a japanese dub film his face is darkened, so they, they hide it better but it's super strange why they did this i do not know why i guess it because it was british Jared Harris is a good actor too. Oh, he's like Chernobyl's great. I love Chernobyl. I like, and he's also a good villain in the the Sherlock Holmes movies. He plays Moriarty. Oh my God! I can't unsee the dub. Oh, I hope mm-hmm. all our listeners watch this movie and don't unsee the dub. I want to see the undubbed version. Release the undubbed cuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll send a petition to New Line Cinema saying we have to get this. I want the Snyder cuts and the undub cuts of Lost in Space. I don't want the Snyder cuts because that the unsnyder cut was bad. I can't imagine how much worse. Oh, supposedly I, it's unwatchable. I love how people want the Snyder cuts, but like you want to watch a four-hour Batman v Superman movie that sucked ass is two hours. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, remember when we saw Watchmen together? I enjoy Watchmen. We should revisit Watchmen. It's too bad it's like three hours long, though. Yeah, we'll have to do that in a two-parter. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I haven't watched Watchmen since I bought it on DVD. I don't know if it holds up still. I think it does. I don't know. I never saw the HBO series. The, but the HBO series is like a... I think a... I haven't seen it either, but I think it's like a, a post. I think it's like what happens afterwards. Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't know, though. I haven't seen it. I, I wanted to watch it, but it's one of those things he's got to get time to do. Okay, so he's okay, explaining. So basically, he wants to open up a portal to go back in time travel before they got on the plane or on the ship. Why doesn't he just go back in time and stop Gary Oldman from getting on the ship? I think it would solve these problems. It's so weird because I know what Jared Harris's voice sounds like, and it's yeah. not this. Oh yeah, my. it sounds like some... like. I want the audience to imagine, like, the worst, like, video game graphics from, like, the N64. This looks so and bad. And that's what this looks like right now. Well, hopefully you're watching the movie and listening to this over that. It's supposed to be a commentary track, but why would they do that? Yeah. Fucking respect the sanctity of this podcast, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> respect Lost in Space. <laughs> Wait, wait, what? So if you go back in time, you could kill Earth. Um, he's, I think it's like, like like a continuity clause or principle thing. One of those time travel things. 
He's saying if he does it, he might shatter like space and time. Because late earlier in the movie, they had an argument about space and time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, science. This is where I fall asleep. I'm going to Honestly. work. See, this is where like I get it, what they're doing. This is supposed to be the emotional core. But like I said earlier, why wouldn't he just say, you're... Like, my dad promised to come back and he didn't. This is what happens. You're supposed to show someone love, but we can't control everything in our world because you're an eight-year-old. Will, stop being such a pussy. God damn it. (laughs) Why don't you just kill yourself like a fucking normal person? (laughs) Jesus. Cut that one. This podcast (laughs) is not condoned suicide. (laughs) Do not condone suicide. I'm drunk. Calm down. (laughs) Just put an asterisk next to his drink. Uh, drink. He talked Shakespearean again. Devouring little boys to survive, we must fully prepare to kill. We monsters have no desire to kill little boys. My favorite line earlier that we talked over was when he sees the um, spider egg sack and he says, Evil recognizes evil. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he admits he's evil. Like, He's not like a true terrorist who believes in his cause. He's like, oh, I'm a terrorist. I just like to cause terror. Well, see, like, I don't understand his motivation. Like, Neither his, do I. He tells the kid, I need your your father and Matt LeBlanc so that I can get back to where I want to go. But now he's just going to turn against him. I just don't understand. Yeah, wouldn't he because... just work with him? Like, they're working towards the same goal. Yes. I guess he's just angry because he's a villain. I'm evil. Mm. Okay, now, then now watch this. Now this gets even. This is the part I remember when I first saw this. You forced me to watch this movie. I just tuned out. Because we get Spider Smith. Turn into a spider already. No, but literally, like, he's dubbed in the credits as Spider Smith. Wow, Wow West. <laughs> oh, that movie. Oh, my God. Terrible. Add it to the list. No, I. I am making you watch so Wow, Wow West. <laughs> This is your doing. The, our first podcast episode is if you're doing, now you're planning my my downfall. Oh, yeah. Jungle and Wild Wild West. Oh, oh, I almost forgot Jungle to Jungle. I'm writing it down now. <laughs> this is what this podcast is about. People going, oh, I remember that movie. Oh, fuck. I wish I never watched that movie again. Basically, is taking our 90s childhood and ruining it. Oh, we're going to curb stomp it. Any movie you remember is going to get fucked. Yeah, I never thought of those things. Yeah, if he was so smart, how did he not understand the ploys? The future is never what it seems. Like, here we go. This is my this, this is my part when I just fell asleep and tuned this out. What are you grinning at? <laughs> they dubbed my voice. <laughs> what is that? Oh no! I remember this movie? It's Doctor Doom, basically. Wait, he's. It's past Spider Smith facing future Spider Smith. Yeah. I like how they had to add the line there. And say, "Dad, it's Doctor Smith," because we as an audience are like, "Who the hell is that?" Wait, he raped Ooh. the women. 
I said savaged. I didn't say ravaged, but still, I don't like what these. <laughs> I don't like, like the implications of this movie. I don't either. Because there's no one on that that planet, so I want to know who did that. Oh, that looks so bad. It's like he's in blackface. It just looks so terrible. Wait, so Gary Oldman turned into a Spider-Man that protected mm-hmm. the boy. For the sake of um, copyright, he's a man spider. Man spider. <laughs> <laughs> so he turned into a man spider that protected the kid so he could make a time machine so that he could never be a spider again? I guess the idea is if they can go back, then they can stop all those bad things from happening. But obviously he's going to double cross him because this is a movie. Robot. Stop them and then kill them? What? Oh, God. What a strange premise. They just have him hanging from a wire. I just... The fan... Like the Phantom of the Opera, but mm-hmm. stupider. <laughs> do, 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 do. Speaking of that movie, Jerry, uh, not Jerry Brockheimer, what's his name? Gerard Butler. Uh, no, <laughs> the director, but also Gerard Butler. The director oh, also did Batman and Robin. Does Jerry uh, Jer- Brockheimer uh, still make movies? He produces. He doesn't. He never made movies. He's always produces. When's he gonna get me tooed? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's why he hasn't made any <laughs> Bad Boys The Jigs Up Boys. Um, <laughs> no, um, Joel Schumacher. He's the one who directed Batman and Robin. Was the director of Batman and Robin. This is like, uh, Joel, Joel Schumacher. That fuck. He directed uh, your Phantom of the Opera movie that you love so much. He really terrible. made Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Wow, I like Phantom of the Opera. I know you do. This is my point. Is you like terrible movies? That's not a terrible movie. It's so stupid. Excellent play. I don't understand the story. I like the music in front of the opera, but the, the story is beyond annoying to me. Do you know uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber did School of Rock for Broadway? Really? Yeah. Cash cow. So he yeah, literally cats. just cats. did ACDC. <laughs> destroy, destroy. See, they're doing it. They're just... This is the whole movie just for these lines. This whole, all this money and time wasted just for these lines. Wait, back. I'm a little confused. How did the robot know to disable itself? Like my computer doesn't go. Windows is crashing. Wait, I could save it. <laughs> the boy said, "Remember, because the boy and the robot had a moment where they said, listen to your heart, not always your mind.' Because robots. Oh, hey, look, they have women in this movie. God damn you, Windows, for not saving my Microsoft document. Look into your heart." Look how worthless these like these characters are. These they put all the women on the ship and they are literally doing nothing. So when I scroll onto the screen, it shows me the actors and actresses, and yeah. I'm watching 16 year old Lacey Chabert, but in her picture she's wearing just a bra, <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is strange. Someone call me too. <laughs> Lacey Chabert, though, if you're listening to this podcast. Call me. <laughs> You're married with children, but call me. I'll probably be married, and hopefully with child, but <laughs> still call me. Maybe we can work something. 
They're going to do an Armageddon thing. Oh, let me write that down. Oh, no. <laughs> that is another two and a half hour movie. we got to pick shorter movies. This is a terrible idea. A terrible, terrible idea. Bad boys. I like Will Smith. He carries things. There's going to be a lot of Will Smith. Oh, remember uh, uh, Shanghai Noon? Jackie, Can- Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson? I've never seen them. Oh! Why are they shooting? Why are they shooting? I don't care. We're going to pay attention. This is a movie. Why are they shooting? They shot the time time warp. And that worked? So, making the set crumble now? So, missiles solve the time warp? Violence wins. Oh my god. This movie's so fucking long. Who thought it was a good idea to make a two and a half hour fucking action movie? Ugh, Gary Oldman just look, looks like he's in blackface. It looks so bad. It's so awful. Did the girls die? For calls him son. What? He killed him. Okay, I'll, we get it. I know it's gonna happen. Like really, now you're questioning his motives after like <laughs> twenty years of this. Yeah, now he questions. Okay, so is that a puppet? I don't know what that is. I don't know what he is. Is know. he a puppet? Because it looks like a it looks like a a really bad Jim Henson puppet for his face, or is Gary Oldman just in? Because it looks like Gary Oldman's face, kind of. It's the weirdest thing. It's got to be a puppet. He looks terrible. Yeah, he looks like he's been smoking cigarettes. He looks like a, he looks like a whole black lung just by himself. He's like on stilts. Oh, yeah. He's just raised. I think he's on wires. Oh, now he realizes? Took him 30 years to realize it? What? No, duh. Where have you been for 20 years, dude? We saw this coming from a mile ago. Why would he kill the girls? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's terrible. He killed the girls so that he's the he's the only influence on his life. That is so bad. This looks like the Scorpion King. Like remember in the Mummy, Part Two, the Scorpion oh King. How bad that CGI looks. This God, is so bad. It does. Why is he looking at his dick? Ugh! This is the ugliest thing ever. Oh, so he's like full spider now. He's always been. Or at least for 20 years. I don't know. That is... It's not even a spider. That looks like a weird... Oh, that looks so bad. What is... Oh, my God. So, Gary Oldman got scratched by a spider, which eventually turned him into a giant spider. Hand spider. Which made him want to take Will Robinson to build a time machine so that he could take him and his spiders to Earth. Yeah, but it's not a spider. He looks like a... Like a weird snake scorpion thing. Oh, that looks so bad. They slowed well, like, the cam- they slowed the camera down to like 
make it look better, and that looks like terrible. Why is that what they tied it into? Why is that where this has led? Because it has so so like the spiders don't seem pointless. That's what it has to be. No, I mean, like looks like the looks like the Hydra from the Hercules animated movie, but the animated TGI looks better than this. This is so bad. Well, just like the oh. writers, like oh yeah, this is all gonna end with spiders wanting to eat Earth. Not like we're trying to solve how to get back to Earth and connect to save the world. Wait, wait he just said that. He literally just said that. He's just full of spiders. Oh, God. He said, remember on the Proteus, the spider ate their own wounded? Like, remember that callback? Like, he's literally doing a callback. Oh, my God. This looks so bad. This is so bad. What if he missed? What if he didn't push him into the plasma and he fell, like, down the center? I don't know. What if we just didn't watch this movie and didn't waste our lives? <laughs> Don't save your future son. Who gives a fuck about your future son? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why would it matter? Yeah. Because they're going to go back and... They won't go back in time, right? Like, that doesn't make sense. So what's going to happen to him? I don't know. I probably should have watched the end of this movie, but I didn't. Like, he would have any attachment to that grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it, the, you know, coincidentally, is Jared Harris looks just like him. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Oh, so this is 2058. So this is only 30 years from now. <laughs> yeah. But he's from 20 years later, so he'd be in 2078. Oh, we'll all be dead before 2058. Oh, I can only hope. And Kim Jong-un will be our fearless leader. <laughs> I thought he's dying on the train. <laughs> no, you didn't hear about that? He faked his death to find out who wasn't going to support him. <laughs> That's what happens when you're the leader of a nation and bored as fuck. And now they're in love. Oh my god. I hate this movie. This movie sucked. Now I just. Oh this. no, I, I just drank because of that shit. Going. Are you kidding me? I'm going to get your name tattooed, right? Just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. If you were a real soldier, you'd marry her. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I've known you for 20 seconds. You want some BAH? Let's do this, baby. <laughs> you know, I get more money if we get married. <laughs> I hope you all die. So I hope a meteor now? strikes they, you they all. I guess. That's the sad, the weird part is, like, they did all the work because they fixed the ship, but they spent zero time watching it because it's not dramatic and has nothing to do with the plot, so they don't even care at all about what's going on, but they did all the work. Why does their chair look like Gary Oldman's neck? (laughs) (laughs) Same material. Yeah, they did do, you're right, though, they did do all the work. They got this all set, and now they're like, I hope he gets back. God, this is dumb. Wait, where and are they going to go? Then Matt LeBlanc just takes the helm because he's the man. Because he's the man with the plan. Wait, they just left him? He, they had to. He told him to leave. Remember, he shook his hand and said... Oh, he's, he's going to send him this. back in time, isn't yeah, he? Oh, yeah, he's going to send him back in time at the perfect time. It's, it's how it's To working. undo this entire movie that we wasted two and a half hours on. Why is the little Fuck girl you. still wearing that weird Fuck suit? Fuck you, you fucking cocksuckers. God damn it, I hate this movie. <laughs> 
We just watched this entire movie for you to just send him back to the beginning. God damn it, I'm gonna drink. I did say the word superfluous, right? Uh, this movie sucks. Mm. Alright. Oh, they blew up. Oh, they didn't make it. Oh, now he has to go back in time. Making this entire movie literally pointless. It's entirely pointless. It's just a loop. They're always going to show up to Alpha Prime where they defeat the spider Gary Oldman and then get sent back in time to do it all over again. Oh, my. Our son. I can just picture Jared Harris's voice. It's killing me. Right? Yeah, isn't it crazy? Because we just know him so well. I just picture his very British voice. Yeah. And they got the most Disney voice possible. Yeah, it's so bland. I now know how much you cared after one experience and moment. Like, you didn't do anything besides just tell him I cared. Wow. Like, I can just picture to the producer, like, Yeah, so we uh, we did the test audiences. They don't like the limey. What's this? Um, hold on. I'm confused. What's going on? Wait, they can see him? No, they just said, I wish he made it, but I'm confused. What timeline is this? Wait, okay, so he oh, got thrown okay. back so in he, time. He went back in time to the point before they left. Wait, what if they miss the meteor and get hit by another? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, they Why? can see the portal? Why? Why would I go with you? Wait, what do you mean he's going power for one trip? I see you right there. Wait, what? What? He just shoots himself. He just pulls out a gun and blows his brains out in front of him. <laughs> God, that voice is so fucking awful. Wait, does this mean Spider Gary Ullman? No, uh, oh my God. they threw Gary Ullman in the, the brig, I think, right? But he's not spidered yet. I thought he got killed. No, because like, like I told you, they, they tried to make a trilogy out of this. So they didn't, well, they threw Spider Gary Oldman in, but not yet Spider Gary Oldman is still alive. This is moving at breakneck speed. Well, if it goes Wait. fast enough, you don't think about it. He's like, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> All right, Matt, you're gonna drive up, and you're gonna go to the left. And then you gotta dodge that meteor. That one. <laughs> Did you just punch him? I missed it. I looked away for a second. See? That backhanded punch again. You can't generate a lot of power to knock someone out. You just can't. You can't generate enough whiplash. Shane, have you seen movies? Because that's how it works. Where do you have to go? Going through Down. the bottom of the planet to the planet core. <laughs> <laughs> and to the planet core. We're going to make a lot of Star Wars references. <laughs> 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 Mr. Nakarabi!
make it. We drunk. We drunk driving. We can't make it through an <laughs> That's a direct order, Major. Mm. He listens now. <laughs> Just want to throw up. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. This movie is shit. <laughs> this is your favorite movie of all time. You told me you were uh, 19. I, when I was 19, do you know who I was dating when I was 19? You can't trust a shit word I said at 19. <laughs> Sorry if the person I was dating at 19 is listening to me. You're a wonderful lady. I was a terrible <laughs> person. Wouldn't that be funny if our exes of 19... Are going to be listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, because no one's going to listen to this. this <laughs> <laughs> I will pay money to have all my exes listen to this podcast. <laughs> as long as I can leave comments underneath. <laughs> Let me drive. I want to watch um, Prometheus. I enjoy Prometheus a lot, and I know you don't like Prometheus. That'd be a good conversation to have. I have a problem with Prometheus because they advertised it as alien. You can't advertise it as alien and then give me Prometheus. See, I have a unique experience with seeing it, So, which if we ever do it, I'll explain, but I really like Prometheus. so it's a. But once again, I have a different experience in like half the world because I did not see Alien until after I saw Prometheus. Oh, wow. That should just tell you people how awful this movie is. We have sat through, and if you've sat through with us to this point, God bless you, because this movie sucks ass. I've tried to talk about this movie as much as I could, and you keep derailing it and going, so something else. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get better. Why did it blow up? Bang! Oh, because the time travel thing, whatever. Yeah, why did the planet blow up? Because the time travel thing was too powerful or whatever. Mm. Maureen. They're gonna Every Maureen I've known has been a. What's the word? Kinky? <laughs> definitely not the word. Definitely not the <laughs> word you want, but. Okay. <laughs> How oh, many Maureen's do you know? Maureen's a grandmother's name. How many grandmothers do you know? They've been kinky grandmas. On <sighs> credit. Yeet, yeet. I like how the, the okay, All you're watching your daughter. have been like weird and rapey, but let's end this on a solid note. Well, like they're all watching her and they're like, oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't like you until the last 10 minutes of this movie. So now I respect you. Now you made out with my daughter and I respect that. <laughs> like caveman ideas. Oh, this thing I forgot about for an hour. What the fuck is the point of this thing? They should have never had it in this fucking film. I told you, it's for kitty toys. We're talking about Blarp, the fucking worthless ass. This is sequel bait. Oh, God, now another issue they got to deal with. I speak for everybody in 1998, but just end this movie. Just end the fucking movie. Proteus, they downloaded the Proteus star maps. Engage. Wait, I thought they got sucked in. I thought they were going to get sucked in. Oh, there we go. And then sequel bait. Oh, that jam though. I can't hear it because mine's on Written by Akiva Goldsman, huh? Told you. 
Dude, what is the point of this soundtrack? This doesn't match at all. It goes from like high like brass to Looks like it says gay old man, not Gary Oldman. <laughs> gay old man. The R's, the R's look like A's because like same with William Hurt. It looks like William Hurt. These credits are causing epilepsy. Yeah, there should be a warning. Oh, it's a, a song, a, a techno song made with lines from the movie. Oh, I'm sure it's the Fatboy Slim song then. All right, Maybe let's maybe. stop this shit. All right, okay. pause, and we're done. We gotta All do right, an ending, like sign off. We gotta do an ending sign off. I know. I well, yeah. I just I said to end end the movie, but now we'll we'll do our thing. We mm-hmm. just did two and a half hours of Lost in Space. <laughs> Ronnie, would you recommend people to watch this movie? It's not even like funny bad. It's just bad. I I highly recommend you don't watch this. But you're watch if you're even listening to this podcast, you're probably watching it. So. This is superfluous. This is a waste of my time. So I've been using that word too often. No, do not waste your time with this movie. This is not worth even $2 off Amazon. This movie sucks ass. I I can't even tell you what happened. But that could be because I'm drunk. You know what? <laughs> Watch it. Watch this movie. And then, and then, and then comment below and tell us what actually happened. Cause we and then make that. a podcast where you record all your comments on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, so Jim, Jim Henson. Jim Henson made the creatures, but they, but they never actually used. Oh, Isn't that's that sad. Space costume. God, design. fuck this movie, man. They even insulted a legend. Okay. So here on our podcast, Wasted Potential. Oh, shoot. I, I didn't ask you. Shane, would you recommend this movie? Fuck no. This sucks ass. Some Heather Graham's banging, though. <laughs> and Penny turns out to be pretty hot in the future. Not, not, not the past Penny. Future Penny. We're, we're dealing in future timelines. Moving but... on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it! Um, <laughs> so, at Wasted Potential, the rambling podcast where you can't stand to listen to us, but still do, um, we're going to review a movie next week. What are we going to review, Ronnie? It is your turn to choose the movie of choice. For the sake of continuity, well, you'll figure out next week. <laughs> Uh, yeah true next week could be three months from now you don't fucking know you plebs (laughs) thank you for listening you're just hanging on to every fucking recording we make okay goodbye what movie were you gonna listen to well i must say godzilla but we don't know for sure (laughs) oh it's gotta be godzilla join us next time when we watch godzilla 2000 starring matthew broderick and jean renault (laughs) see you then fucks bye Jesus do you know the actor Jason Lee yeah he plays a, a Jesus character who loves Fritos in Big Trouble. <laughs> Are you hearing that droning sound? Yeah, what is that? Is that your cat? Oh my fucking god. Goddamn gardeners. I'm trying to run a goddamn oh. podcast here like a fucking professional. Shut the fuck up! <laughs>
<laughs> what, we gotta cut this whole podcast? I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> Jesus Christ, here, let's just pause this shit. Wait, pause, uh, Audacity? Yeah, three, two, one, pause. Go. I, I can't, like, it's, it, the, the droning, I'm gonna...